BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And we are back, hour number three, Pharrell Coast to Coast here on a Monday. Carver High and Joe Ranieri in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. We have a lot to do here in the final hour. A little college football, lots of action tonight. NBA in season tournament. Celtics Pacers and the Kings and the Pelicans. The right to play the Lakers or the Suns in Vegas on Thursday. Uh, nothing wrong with a little weekend in Vegas, right, Joe? I mean, Long grind of an NBA season. I mean, I think this is probably what the players, besides that fat check they could win if they win on Saturday night, like I feel like spending three or four days in Vegas in the middle of the season, like that ain't so bad either uh, for these guys. That's pretty good uh, consolation prize. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Who are we kidding? I, I, it's December 4th. Nobody in the NBA is going to lay it all out to win a tournament for a check that they make a hundred times more for. So they, it might for some of the younger guys, but ultimately they're not really good enough to carry a team to anything. So uh, the stars could probably care less. Mm, Joe, I think dropping some hints. Maybe we looked at teams like uh, the Pacers, the Kings, uh, and the Pelicans here over the next couple of days uh, to maybe lift that trophy on mm-hmm. Saturday in Vegas. Uh, we will get there in a little bit. I do want to finish with you the rest of the college that I have. Of course, we heard from Nick Saban <laughs> at the first hour. So uh, they're in. It's good to go. And we get this monumental matchup between Alabama and Michigan. This will be at the Rose Bowl. Of course, the granddaddy of them all, the the bowl game that completely runs college football. God forbid, can't move Mm. that Rose Bowl off of New Year's Day at 5 o'clock east. We're not allowed to do that. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates from coast to coast on a Monday. Carver High and Joe Ranieri in for Scotty. Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM 159 and Sports Byline. Your first look, Joe, at the number for this one. I know you've already looked. Our first look here on Coast to Coast, is Michigan minus the one and a half, 46 and a half, the total for this one. Mm. Yeah, I uh, certainly think that this is, my initial uh, was that this number seems a little bit low, and that's as far as the total goes. Um, so I am leaning that maybe the offenses have a little bit more success than uh, than the market is giving them here. I thought we would have gotten a, a little higher number than the 46 here. So my initial lean is certainly to the over in what is going to be a coin flip game one way or the other here. I'll tell you what I did, Joe. I'm already uh, involved here. Right before Alabama kicked with Georgia on Saturday, I saw them at 11-1 to mm. one to win the whole thing. And I said, you know what? If they win this game, they're probably going to be one of the two favorites. So we grabbed 11 to 1 right before kick. And then late Saturday night, as there was all of this, uh, you know, all this talk that they were the team that was going to be left out, um, it had actually fallen back down to plus 650 for them to win the Ooh. whole thing. So, Joe, we went back in for another go, double dipped uh, on Alabama on Saturday. So I'm yep. good to go. 
with the Crimson Tide as we get ready for New Year's Day. Uh, and I did yep. the same thing with the next team we're going to talk about, too. Washington, before they played Oregon Friday night, uh, grabbed the 25-1 to 1 that was hanging out there for them uh, before Good they ball. beat the Ducks uh, in Vegas. So I'm nice and positioned here, Joe, which, as we know, means nothing uh, until you actually go to the window. Uh, but it will be Washington and Texas in the other matchup. Let's hear from Steve Sarkeesian. This is why he went to Texas. Here he is. There became a point when I was at Alabama when, all right, I'm going to be a head coach again, and I want to go somewhere where I have a legitimate chance to win championships. And when this opportunity came, um, to me, this was the no-brainer because I know what this place can do. And I, and I understand there's high expectations and, and, uh, and, and a high standard here for winning championships, but that's why I came here. I, I wasn't naive to think that, oh, I just get to be a head coach and ho-hum and, and, and win eight games and everything's going to be great. No, you're, you're brought here to compete for championships year in and year out. And so now to be here in year three, um, this is why I came. And so, uh, and I never wavered off that with our players. You know, I stayed consistent with that through five and seven and through eight and five and, and even into this season. And, and I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful for our players that they believed in me of the, of the path and the process that it was going to take to get to this point. Uh, this game, Joe, will be at the Sugar Bowl, which, of course, is on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. And I know this, Joe, just from uh, looking at my map, as I did way back in elementary school, it's a much shorter drive from Austin mm. to New Orleans than it is uh, from the Pacific Northwest up in Seattle. So that's tough break for Washington, who's, quote-unquote, the higher-seeded team that they got to play Texas down there in the bayou, but minus four and a half for the Longhorns, and this total, 64 and a half, and I already love it, Joe. Let's go. P-O-I-N-T-S. Points, points, points. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i just uh, I'm amazed about this is now twice in a row here. It began with Washington against Oregon State, and then, of course, as a double-digit dog against Oregon. And what have they done every time the market has doubted this Huskies mm -hmm. team? Uh, listen, I, no doubt that these are two explosive offenses, but there is one team being extremely undervalued here, and the other team, because it's Texas, is being completely overvalued here. I, uh, I do not see four-and-a-half points as a Texas, uh, I don't see this as a Texas blowout by more than a score. I think Washington is very much, of all the games this weekend, I think they are maybe the best live dog available to us in the playoffs uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, why not? I think you said it perfectly. Uh, they've now been booked as a dog a couple of times here in the past few weeks. Yep. And they step up to the plate and they get the job done. Um, and that's going to be, I think it's going to be a wild game indoors. Uh, fast track, uh, two teams mm. that love uh, to move up and down the field. So I think we'll have a lot of fun with that. I'm going to pass on Norvell because, honestly, that guy's had a hard enough weekend. He doesn't need me cool. and Joe uh, to uh, watch him uh, feel bad for himself again. Here is the New Year's Six Bowls. Obviously, every bowl matchup is now set. I know Joe specifically has his eyes on Rutgers and Miami at the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee oh. Stadium. He is uh, flying up for that one. I can see it now. Georgia will play Florida State. Mm. You will have Ohio State and Missouri in one. Oregon will play Liberty and Penn State and Ole Miss, Joe, in the other New Year's Six Bowl. Oh, yes. this is. Uh, these are some great uh, games coming up here. The big question is, you know, who's going to be playing, who's left. Uh, you know, Ohio State, half the team is already in the portal at this point. So do they really care about a Cotton Bowl victory over Missouri? I think not. Missouri does. Missouri cares. No, I can tell you that. Oh, yes. Eli Drinkwitz, yep. he can't wait to run into yep. the AD's office at the end of the year and go, I finished in the top 10 and I beat Ohio State in a Cotton Bowl. Here's my contract. Let's redo it. Give me a new deal, yep. baby. Let's go. So Motivation. And that's the biggest thing, Joe, when we start talking about all yep. these bowl games. Who's got the motivation? Who doesn't care? Who has no players? Yep. You have to sift through all of this stuff during the year. All right, we'll come back. Yep. Rick Harrow on a Monday on Coast to Coast. Let's go. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us here today. It's always great to have our sports business and legal insider, Rick Haro with us here on Coast to Coast. Hi, Rick. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Hola. Como esta? Back from the Dominican. So yes, I'm, I'm sorry. It? Yeah, I, was, I learned five words, but I knew them uh, going to college in high school, or at least high school in Miami. So I got it. So it was a enriching experience. Got some really good golf in. The IRS ought to know that ah. I'm working hard. That should be clear. But then to go to a game in uh, La Romana, and then another stadium at San Padre de Macariz, that's the home of shortstops. That's, uh, but also it's Sammy Sosa, it's uh, Tatis, uh, it's Guerrero. And they all were born in the city of 200,000, but there are 111 major league baseball players who were born there and made it to rosters. It, 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 it outkicks its coverage, to mix a metaphor. Uh, it certainly does, and it looks like you had a great time down there, played plenty of golf, uh, which is always fun. Uh, got some great courses down there, and I know that you uh, experienced all of them. All right, let's start, Rick, today with, of course, this college football playoff. We've been talking about it today. Everybody has been talking about it since yesterday, and, and I'll, I'll start it to you this way. As much as those guys in that room, and I'm sure you know some of them, and and you know, yeah. listen, they're having thousand dollar crack crab and lobster dinners while they're there. They're having a good time. They're watching the games and they're picking who's going to be in it. They could sit there and tell you that TV doesn't matter and uh, things like that. The money and ratings don't matter. At the end of the day, Rick, they do. And having Florida State in as deserving as it would have been, and I feel for Florida State fans and Florida State alums and their players and their coaches. You know this, Rick, from a network standpoint, from a what's good for college football standpoint, Alabama and Michigan playing each other in the Rose Bowl, you don't get a chance to do that very often. And then having Washington and Texas, other big brands in the other game, nobody's going to remember on that day, January 1st, Rick, that Florida State ain't in it anymore because those are juicy matchups. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And uh, listen, the criteria, it's its exactly, this is my conversation with everybody today, it is exactly the same as the jury system in America. In fact, 12, you give them vague criteria, you lock them in, you don't get to publicize exactly what the conversations are. They come out and everybody hopes that kind of you agree with the decision. It hasn't been controversial just because of the way the four have positioned themselves in the last Eight years. It is ironic, somewhat disappointing, that the way out the last week year of this fourteen playoff, uh, you get this. But listen, there was no right answer. This is the best of all of the answers. All I can say right now, not to justify anything, but poor Florida State, I guess, is the answer. They would have had at least a six million dollar guaranteed payout. Now all they can get is four. Mike Norvell mm. would have had as much of a nine hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus. 
Now the most he can get is 200. So I'm not holding a bake sale for them, but you do feel sorry for them. Uh, yeah, of course you do, because this was the first time this has happened, and it took this long in this process before we actually had, you know, there's been years, there's been discussion, who should be the fourth team, who, which one-loss team is better, blah, blah, blah. When you have a team that wins every single game and they win their conference championship, that hasn't happened before. They usually, you are in. It doesn't matter whether your quarterback got hurt or not. I thought it was the easiest thing for them to get away with. Let's just put it that way, Rick. I think it's easier for Boo Corrigan to sit there yesterday and say, well, you know, they're just not the same team as they were when they beat LSU. I don't think he would have been able to sit there and say or defend Alabama beating LSU, uh, beating Georgia and not being in or Texas beating Alabama heads up and them not being in. I thought it was the easiest, cleanest way for him to go on TV yesterday and basically talk about it. Now, this other half of it is legal action from the Florida State angle. Uh, that's not going to really go anywhere, is it, Rick? Well, Corey Simon is a friend, by the way. He also, uh, head of the Pop Warner uh, organization in, in Florida, really committed to sports and football. He happens to be a former FSU player, all, all pro or at least a, a superstar star on the Eagles. And uh, it, it, it's going to be hard to imagine that uh, – you know what, what, what's what's going to happen if if uh, if if every team that gets rejected introduces legis legislation or files a lawsuit, you wouldn't get anywhere. And by the way, for next year's playoff, let's put it this way: uh, number five team will be upset because they don't get the automatic buy of the top four. Number thirteen is going to be upset because they don't get in. It's just it's life in the pecking order of sports. And what it says more than anything is that you follow your rules. In this case. Uh, luckily for the committee, they had a published rule that said if there are significant injuries and if the team kind of isn't the same team it was before. So it's not exactly like they're making that up. And then second, it is a testament to the avidity and the intensity of college football that everybody's upset today. Yeah, uh, and look, and now we head into bowl season. We know it's a lot of fun, but... Um, look, you're going to get a lot. We've already seen it today. The headlines have started. Caleb Williams isn't going to play. These yeah. 10 quarterbacks are in the transfer portal. Unfortunately, Rick, since this playoff era, these other games now get extremely watered down. Uh, even a potential Florida State-Georgia game, who's playing for Georgia? I can guarantee you Brock Bowers isn't going to play. I can bet you a bunch of other guys aren't going to play either. So it's a trickle-down effect that, Maybe the 12 team uh, will help that problem as well, Rick, down the road and maybe make some of the other bowls uh, ready. I know you're going to be here for Rutgers and Miami at the Pinstripe Bowl uh, in the New York area. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. We'll have to see. Uh, it's cold up there. I was at the Pinstripe Bowl last year. And by the way, the, uh, the uh, uh, press box, uh, for some reason, it's not the indoor press box you're used to at nope. Yankee Stadium for baseball. It's the outdoor press box. So the chances of me going to the transfer portal down in Miami uh, and watching the Orange Bowl are, are very good. And by the way, advice, although this is not my role to give betting advice, Georgia, Florida State, you either have two teams show up because they want to prove that they belonged, or you have two teams walking away because they don't care, or any combination of that. Why would anybody bet that game? I guess that, that's, that, that, that's, that's my about answer. every game. Just about every game. And you're right about that press yeah. box uh, when it's cold. I was there for yeah. the Ranger yeah. Island Stadium Series game yeah, yeah. Uh, way back when. And, oh, it was frozen yeah. in that open frozen. press box at Yankee Stadium. All right. Uh, the NFL will finally, for the first time ever, flex a game out of a Monday night, Rick. All it took was an awful Patriot team to get Patrick Mahomes out of primetime. Wow. Yeah, and congratulations to Bill Belichick. He was the author of that two-in-ten monstrosity. Uh, yeah. You're going to see more of that. And it's the Eagles whose ratings are really good, by the way. They're at 28, 29 sometimes uh, in the last few weeks, especially with uh, Seattle again. This is going to be a typical, yeah, we made the right decision for television, and we have Bill Belichick to thank for that. Uh, we will do uh, the uh, Otani stuff tomorrow night, Rick, uh, when you come on Carver and Lisi, because I don't have enough time because yeah. I have to talk to you about the in-season tournament, NBA, and the relevance quarterfinals right. tonight and tomorrow before Vegas on Thursday. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, the relevance of all of this is very important, not necessarily because of who wins, but uh, Adam Silver has started something that looks really good. 
there's some tinkering required. Uh, you need to uh, get, be on hard drugs to be uh, happy with the, the court design for the in-stadium in, in tournament. However, that's a very small price to pay. And at the end of the day, it is a great distraction before Christmas, and it'll only get better. Mark Cuban sells a huge piece of the Mavs, Rick. What is that about? He's about keeping control uh, yet, but it's also about him attempting to build a new casino slash arena in downtown Dallas, and the Adelson family knows exactly how to do it. So congratulations yet again to Mark Cuban, even though he does did announce he's not going to run for president. Who knows? Who cares? Rick, no, who I will see you uh, tomorrow night on the radio side. Uh, Carver and Lisi yeah. on a Tuesday night. Of course, we will have Rick. We'll discuss Otani and everything else. Maybe he'll sign by then, Rick. Maybe Otani has a home tomorrow night. Yeah. Come on. Could be. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. Always good on a Monday after the NFL weekend to have our Sports Grid NFL insider, Adam Kaplan, with us. Adam, happy Monday to you. Good to see you. And we, of course, have to start with the destruction in Philly by the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, wow, Adam, that was tough to watch for the Philly faithful. Yeah, there are a lot of people around the National Football League wondering what is up with the Eagles, right? And look, I, we talked Friday. I picked the Niners to win by three. Uh, I, but watching that game as it unfolded and, and talking to people after the game that, that really know what's going on there, Look, the, the Niners came into the game, and I give Vegas credit. They, they clearly had the better football team. They've been playing better than the Eagles. The Eagles had skated by. They trailed in the, the first half 17-7 to the previous two games, and they wound up coming back to win, which is, which is a sign of a good football team. But the Niners overall executed well. Now, now, here was the key to the game, though. While they executed well later in the game, first, first quarter, Mike, they couldn't do anything right. But here's the problem. The Eagles go down twice and get two field goals. They just moved the ball effortlessly just looked great but they they couldn't cash in remember texting some people uh this yesterday like this is not a good sign for them because you don't get a lot of chances against the niners to that defense if you don't cash in you're in trouble then you saw the the, the final three quarters it was absolute dominance 40 they, they outscored the eagles 42 to 13 that that that's bad now so so that to spin this forward now people want to know who are the eagles they're still the number one seed in the NFC. The Niners now obviously have the tiebreaker. They're, they're a game back. So are the Lions. They're a team that if you if you just break down, like I did, you and I did on Friday, the Niners have not only a better roster, but they have a better injury situation. The Eagles, who signed Shaq Leonard today, for a deal it's only the rest for the rest of the season, by the way, and playoffs. If you just look at their situation, Mike, they're, they're really bad at, at off-the-ball linebacker. That means guys are not playing with their hand down. Guys are playing off the line of scrimmage. They have the oldest secondary in the National Football League. This is, an, a, this is a pretty damning stat that I'm going to give you. Uh, 
when you when you look at yardage and touchdowns given up to opposing wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, and quarterbacks, they rank 32nd. Last season, Mike, they closed the season in the top five. That's how good their defense was. They're not giving explosive plays in yardage and touchdowns. This year, they can't get off the field. They're struggling. Right now, they have the, the, the least productive defense. They're way down in sacks. It is amazing, though. That it is amazing that they still have the number one seed. You wouldn't think that, given, given the numbers I just gave you. They're not stopping anyone. Oh, by the way, they play a buzzsaw on the Cowboys who have a great offense on Sunday night in Big D. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing for me, Adam, is the defense isn't the same. Whether it's they obviously lost some pieces off that defense in free agency. They also have had injuries throughout this year. But I'm not going to go as crazy as I know a lot of people in the city of Philadelphia are going today because, Adam, nobody's the 85 Bears anymore or the 07 Patriots. Right? Like You are not going to dominate an entire 17-game NFL schedule in this day and age with the way that the league is built. Every team is going to have a couple weeks throughout the year, whether they get blown out like the Eagles did yesterday or you lose a game that you have no business losing like they did to, say, the Jets uh, earlier this year. Every team has those, Adam. You just have to put it behind you and hope that you're better when you see them again in January because I do think they will see them again in January. Oh, that could be another rematch of an NFC Championship game, no doubt about it. But one thing before we really move on here, because you talk about, okay, they, they've this is a bad game for them. The Niners, by the way, they had a three-game losing streak. Then They haven't lost since then. You make a fair point. Yes, all teams go through it, particularly with the competitive balance, as the NFL calls it, particularly this season, you know, where it's pretty even. The Niners right now are the best football team in the National Football League. There's absolutely no question about it. And when you really look at it, the rest of their schedule is not that bad. In fact, the only really tough no. game they have is at home against the Ravens in Week 16, whereas the Eagles, of the six-game gauntlet, they still have to go to Dallas, as I said, for Sunday, then at Seattle. But then, if they have the number one seed in hand, if they're still one game up, the last three games, Mike, are the Giants home and away, sandwiched with the game against the Cardinals. Yeah, opportunity is going to be there uh, to possibly play them again and at the link again uh, if they could just get through these next couple of weeks. All right, next, the Packers beat the Chiefs at Lambeau last night. I was super impressed, Adam, with Love, not not just last night, but really the last three weeks, what he has done to get the Packers back to 6-6, and and now they're in great shape with a very favorable schedule. You know, it's interesting. So when they made a decision they would go forward with Love for at least this season, they structured his contract in that they could get out of it after this season and only own five and a half million for next season if they decided to trade him or cut him. But he's looked so good, so comfortable, whether he's under pressure or not, eight touchdowns in the last three games. The big thing is accuracy numbers are way up and no turnovers. He looks so good back there. I'm not gonna give him the I'm not gonna give him the crown yet, but he looks like a top ten quarterback. He looks so comfortable back there. And the the big thing when he came out of of college was there were accuracy issues. He had to learn the West Coast offense. It was completely different from the the one that he had in college. That's why it took him a while. And that's why, look, the the Packers waited a long time, obviously, to decide what to do with Aaron Rodgers. So you know how that ended. But Jordan Love has been tremendous. And they have the youngest pass target group in the National Football League. I, I didn't think that was very advisable to start the season. But they've won three in a row. They've turned their season around. This is not the AFC where they'd still be out of the playoff picture. They're very well in the NFC here for one of those wild card spots. And I gotta give Jordan Love credit. He's been absolutely phenomenal. And there were some serious questions coming into the season. There's no question about it. Whether he could be a competent quarterback, and right now he's playing like one. Yeah, and, and I think uh, you know in the NFC, Adam, if you look at it now, I think people thought that maybe you'd get like an under 500 team in that seventh spot maybe or maybe a team just above like there's four six and six teams now and i got a ch- and there's a chance that at least two of them get on a little bit of a run and finish strong green bay six and six the rams with a big win yesterday are six and six seattle yep. six and six minnesota six and six suddenly hmm. that middle of the nfc has played a little bit better and that's going to help when we get to playoff time we'll get some better matchups against the better teams yeah, the ones that, that stunned me is the Rams. I, I you know, I, I did like Cleveland in that game. Joe Flacco, by the way, played really well. They threw the ball way more than they yeah. wanted to. I give Sean McVay credit. It's not a very good roster. I remember talking to the Rams before the season started. 
you know, they made the, they, they trade away Jalen Ramsey to the, to the Dolphins. They decided to go with a very young secondary, a bunch of no names. It's really worked out. I'm, I'm very surprised. And how about Puka Nakua, a, 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 a rookie receiver who's been absolutely phenomenal. It's just, it, what a story he's been. And I, I give Sean McVay credit. I didn't see this at all. This is what's great about this, this sport, the, the National Football League, this business. Right when you think you have it figured out, teams shock you. But the biggest one to me in this season has got to be the Houston Texans. What a great win they had over the Broncos. Yeah, uh, yeah Texans and Colts, both 7-5 and five, uh, right now, which is amazing to think. Uh, with some of these games that the Colts have played this year, it's wild uh, that they are 7-5. and five. All right, we will finish Week 13 tonight in Jacksonville uh, for the Jaguars and the Bengals. Of course, no more Burrow. We get a lot of Jake Browning tonight, Adam, in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Yeah, and look, I know why the line is either 10 or 10 and a half. It's kind of obvious. Jaguars are playing unbelievable football, won seven out of eight. Remember how they started one and two, and people are like, what is going on with this football team? I told Pharrell before the season started, they're the easy favorite. They're the biggest favorite to me when you when you look at the other teams in the division. I give the Texans credit for, for shocking the world, oh, only having a four or three and a half win total from the odds makers, but they've defied the odds. But the Jaguars are the dominant team here. And when you look at their situation, they're also pretty healthy. We'll get to them in a second. The Bengals, you mentioned Jake Brown in his second start. It didn't go well, the first one. I'm losing to the Steelers at home last week. And here's another problem for them, and another reason why I think that the number is correct with the 10 points. Cam Taylor Britt, their best corner, who's put on IR today. That That's crushing. Uh, Woozy's the other corner on the other side. He's a good player, but that, that that's going to be a problem. DJ Turner is a rookie out of uh, Michigan who's a second round or continuing to start. That's a problem. They can't get the ball downfield to their pass targets. Uh, boy, Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, was terrific. In that last game, the Jaguars, he's coming on. He's a contract year. They absolutely should be a 10-point favorite. They they should dominate this game. By the way, they think Travis Etienne will play tonight with his rib injury. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. Everybody thought the AFC South was, was going to be easy for them. And you're right. They were the biggest favorite of a division going into the year. And that division, Adam, could get three teams in the playoffs this year that's how that's how weird it is in the afc right now because the colts and the texans are right there the steelers are right there the browns are right there the bills are one game back um they could get two teams in. i don't think they will i don't think both teams will be able to finish the job but they could get two teams it, it, well two for sure i think houston be a great story this has been one of those yeah i, I vote in a couple polls i might not only will see is cj Stroud the offensive play rookie of the year he's got to be in the mvp voting D'Amico Ryans has got to be in the, the coach of the year voting. I mean, it's, it, it's a, I love these stories. It was like the Jaguars last year. Three and a half or four win total from odds makers. I, 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 Pharrell and I, I think we both would admit, we didn't think they had a prayer. I mean, that, that, this is, it tells yeah. you every year the teams that come out of nowhere, you're like, I can't believe this is happening. The Texans would be that team. Uh, Adam, we will talk to you again on Thursday. And we have the Patriots and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I saw the total earlier today was uh, 30 and a half. That's 30.5 for Mitchell Trubisky and Bra- and Bailey Zappi uh, on Thursday night, Adam. Get ready. <laughs> it should be a 13 to 10 game. Flip a coin. Yeah, uh, it should be is right. You're not kidding. Uh, Adam Kaplan, our Sports Grid NFL insider. Adam, great job as always. Enjoy the game tonight. We will see you on Thursday. Coast to coast, we're back on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Carver High and Joe Ranieri in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here. Getting ready for tonight now, as we do have two significant NBA games. We've got a bunch of hockey. We've got a few college basketball games as well. A lot to do, Joe, before we get out of here. We'll start with the NBA. In-season tournament quarterfinals tonight of course we went through a few weeks of group stage play we are down to eight teams the winners of tonight's games will go to las vegas on thursday uh, to play the winners of tomorrow night's games we will start in indiana where the celtics and the pacers will get together in game number one celtics the road favorite minus five and a half 246 and a half so uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. I know a lot of this has to do with Halliburton, who's questionable. I saw an uh, interview just now with Rick Carlisle, who was on, I guess, the local radio there today, saying he was sick, uh, non-COVID illness. He's questionable. We hope to have him. Uh, yada, yada, yada. 241, I think, last night. 244 this morning. 246 and a half, about an hour and 20 minutes to tip. Uh, we normally, with the Pacers, Joe, like to go – up, 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 and away. Are we doing the same thing tonight? Well, it's, it's a little strange, right? I mean, if it opened at 140 and a half, and it was 143 this morning, and now it's 146 and a half, and we still have no clue as to whether the best player in Indiana is going to play, what, what is the market telling you? Do not forget, mm -hmm. we saw this game already in Boston. Uh, how did that work out without Halliburton on the court? Oh, that's right. The Celtics dropped 155 on them. So, yes, I would anticipate Halliburton, no Halliburton. Anybody who thinks the Celtics or any other team in this in-season tournament is going to treat this like it is April and May in a do-or-die playoff situation, you're out of your mind. They, it, this is December 4th. The NBA season doesn't start until Christmas. We all know it. Expect this to be one hell of a show, an awful lot of fun, but nobody is sacrificing their body to play defense for a trip to Vegas in which they're going to be able to get any time they want anyway. So, no. It's over. I am not sweating out an Indiana under. Absolutely not. Over, over, and over again. I, I'm with you. Um, look, <laughs> I, I think the Celtics tried to sell you last week that they cared a lot about getting there because of yeah. blowing the Bulls out by 30 and, and putting the starters back in with five minutes to go in the game and, and all that stuff that they did. It's probably a little bit different now. I think they win this game, Joe, no matter what. We're obviously focusing on the total. I don't think that the Celtics winning is necessarily the thing here. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think the Celtics yeah. are good for at least a buck 25 by themselves. And, and it's probably even a little bit more than that when you talk about they got to 150 when they played them in Boston a few weeks <laughs> ago. So uh, I, I think that that's where we look. Halliburton, no Halliburton. This line, this thing going up tells you he's playing. The total moving up tells you yeah. Halliburton's going to play, as far as I'm concerned. And that only helps mm -hmm. our cause a little bit more. In the nightcap, we go to Sacramento. The Pelicans and the Kings uh, getting together. Mm -hmm. Of course, Zion will be in the house. Kings minus three and a half. Another big total, 238 and a half. Now, these teams played twice a few weeks ago in New Orleans, Joe. They did one of those same city, same teams twice in three days deal back to back pelicans won both of those games but that was during mm. the stretch where De'Aaron fox was out for sacramento so he did not play in those two games i think tonight right. sacramento uh does win this game i'm a little nervous about the three and a half but i like the over here too 
So, yeah, I mean, it was two weeks ago, and they had no answer for Zion, but they were in New Orleans, not to mention it was a terrible scheduling spot for them. Uh, it was the fourth in, in, I think, six days at that point when they got there. It was just not – I think they were towards the end of a six-game road trip. I, nothing set up well for Sacramento in that. And then, of course, now they're going to be back home. They've had Fox now uh, since then to be able to you know acclimate himself back into the team and listen I get it I you know New Orleans has been healthy for the first time all season but my goodness they feel like a real trendy dog in here don't they this is a public mm -hmm. pooch here everyone's running to the window to take on New Orleans and these two teams are I think fairly equal in a lot of spots but back at full strength uh, to me, at the uh, at the beam, yeah, I'll, I'll take Sacramento here at a small number. Yeah, I think I think the game being in their barn, Joe, is enough for me. Uh, but them being yeah. at home tonight is enough where I think that they're going to be able to take care of business here. Uh, this is the odds to win this whole thing. Of course, Saturday's the championship. Tonight and tomorrow quarters, Thursday semis. Winner gets crowned on Saturday night. Celtics three to one, Bucks plus three fifty, Kings, Lakers, Suns, Pelicans, Knicks, Pacers. I've seen uh, the Knicks move up the board, Joe. I, I think they were like seventeen or eighteen when this thing uh, was put together last week that they got in. So uh, a lot of people put it going to the window for the Knicks. Uh, it seems like, I, Joe, uh, that would require them to beat the Bucks tomorrow and then beat probably the Celtics on Thursday, and then after that beat one of those teams from the West. And as good as the Knicks have played at spots, I'm not ready to go there with them for that, Joe. Well, I'm 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 certainly going to go there, maybe not in the future, because I think at that number now, you're probably better off just, you know, going ahead and rolling it over. Take them on the money line, roll it over. Take it on the money line and roll it over. You're going to make more money here with the Knicks, because as they... When they win tomorrow, and if you think I am backing a Milwaukee Bucks team and expect them to play a lick of defense, we just talked about this. I don't expect it from Boston here tonight. I Mostly, I can't expect it from the Bucks because they don't play any. The, the whole game Lillard trade was about outscoring opponents. Not You got worse defensively getting rid of Holiday. You bring in Lillard, he ain't playing any defense. And now what? How is a team with no defense laying five points? I, I, I don't understand it against a Knicks team that's actually playing some of the best basketball. And you know Thibs wants to stick it to everybody. So I can absolutely see the Knicks winning tomorrow. Beyond that, eh, but hey, at the very least, if you're going to take the five, you might as well sprinkle a little something on the money line here and let it roll as they uh, as they move on from that game. And as a big picture, and I think me and you were talking about this earlier, like as a whole, are, do you lean to one of these other teams? Like we know the Celtics, the Bucks, the Lakers, and the Suns are like the, you know, they're the chalk. They're the star-laden teams. You've got your LeBrons, your KDs, your Bookers, your Tatums, all these guys. The other four teams don't have as much star power, have some younger guys on there. Obviously Zion, big star, but still. So you lean to those four to win this thing as opposed to the heavier chalk side? Uh, yeah, so what uh, I think there's a tournament like this in season, I'm looking for experience and I'm looking for defense. Uh, teams like Milwaukee now are strictly about their, I put them in the Indiana category. They are strictly about going out there and trying to drop 145 and win a game. And they've had problems this year when they have faced teams that, you know what, like to play some defense. Orlando, Boston, the Knicks are going to give them problems. So I'm looking at teams that I can trust defensively, that if they need to clamp down in the final two minutes, three minutes, they're capable of doing that. I don't want nothing to do with the Milwaukee Bucks or teams where they simply, if they don't drop 140, they ain't winning anyway, so I, I think that's who eventually wins this tournament, the one that can play defense. There you go. Uh, NBA tonight, two games, doubleheader. Let's make it happen. College hoops. We have a Big Ten game. I, I don't like this, Joe. I don't like how the ACC and the Big Ten have like, <laughs> snuck in these conference games in early December over the weekend. Yep. Uh, Purdue kind of looked like their March selves over the weekend. They lost to Northwestern. 
the other night. So now uh, they are at home for Iowa, laying a fat number, 13 and a half here for Edie and the crew, 159 and a half total. We also have some other great games for you. Alabama and Arkansas State uh, tonight. Mm. Furman and Arkansas. The Beavers have Cal Poly coming to Corvallis. Yes, we even got the Jackrabbits, uh, North Dakota State, on the board tonight for you, Joe. Yes, yes, and as disgusting as it is, I've played three of these disgustingly six games here well, that's tonight. The um, Sorry. Yes, well, so listen, you got, I understand it. You're going to have Mackey Arena, you got Purdue, in a, you know, in a, in a bounce back spot because they got embarrassed by Northwestern again. Northwestern beats them, right? A lot of upsets this past week early in the season. Now they get to take on an Iowa team who we all know is probably not going to play a lot of defense, but boy, oh boy, are they going to shoot. The thing I like about this Purdue team is that they can play defense. They are a very good defensive team. And if the shots are not dropping for Iowa and they're going to make life difficult, not going to give them wide open threes. You're not getting a rebound like you do against other teams. You're not going to have any answer for Zach Eady. You're not going to get second chance points. There's a reason why this total has cratered. Keep in mind, this was 164, 165. We're now down to 160. That's because one of these teams is going to play a lot of defense tonight in a bounce back spot. Yeah, I'll take Purdue and I will certainly take the under here. Uh, speaking of totals, I know when I was with you on Thursday, um, FAU mm-hmm. by a half, Joe, by a half FAU. Oh. Uh, got that under mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday night. Uh, I, I followed you in on that one. Great job yep. by you uh, with the FAU under. We just made it hockey tonight as well. Couple good ones. Dallas uh, making the Florida trip. They'll stop in Tampa tonight to see the Lightning, and they'll do so as minus 120 now. Road favorites, six and a half the total. I, I love this Stars team, uh, Joe. I'm in on them several ways. Win the division, win the Western Conference, etc. Uh, I th- and you know why I like them a lot? They're a good road team. There's a reason why they're favorites on the mm. road most night. They play a very strong, disciplined road game. I expect that again tonight in Tampa. Didn't we see this game a couple of nights ago when it was an absolute, I thought it was a yes. baseball score. Yes, it yes. was 8-1, I think, something along those lines. And it's funny because you're right, Dallas, 8-1-2 and two on the road this year. Tampa is pretty good at Amelia uh, Arena there. 6-3-3, three and three, I think, on the season. But they are not uh, in a spot right now. I think that's great for them. I do like the Stars as well at a cheap price. Yes, expect them to be 9-1-2 on the road after this game. Uh, we'll squeeze one more in here. We'll do the rest after the break. The Penguins and the Flyers, the Battle mm. of Pennsylvania. We always love when these two get together. Penguins, slight road favorite, minus 115, minus 105 for Philadelphia, six and a half. Up, up, and away for me here, Joe. I'm going over tonight with these two. Didn't we just see this, too, with the Flyers winning, I believe? This is uh, another one of these uh, situations. You got the whole scheduling with the NHL. uh, This Very, very weird. I'm kind of with you, though. Um, I'm expecting a lot of goals here. I don't think uh, this is going to be a 2-1, 3-2 kind of game. Give me the over. I'm with you on that one. Since I have time, I will slide in that I like Montreal as home dogs tonight. Plus 125 against the Kraken. Let's go. I love it. Got to have a dog. They all can't win the favorites. So, yeah, the home dog is the way to roll there with the Canadians. Uh, we'll come back. I have three other games for you in hockey tonight. And uh, baseball descends on Nashville this Ooh. week. And we have some big names finally sign. Uh, it's been a cold winter so far in baseball, hopefully. We're back coast to coast right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday, wrapping this one up. I'll cover high and Joe Ranieri in for Scotty. Before we go, I got three more hockey games for you, Joe. Carolina is in Pharrellapeg tonight, uh, Winnipeg, mm. to see the Jets. And they have road favorites here, minus 145 for the Canes. Jets, who have been very good, plus 120 at home. A flat six is the total. I'm on mm. the under here, Joe. Even money to the under uh, here with the six. Yeah, well, that I mean, that number right there at six at this point should tell you everything you need to know. I think a little more defense, uh, some goaltending. This could very well be one of those 3-1, 3-2 kind of games. The Capitals seem like they've been on the West Coast for a month Oof. and a half. Uh, they're just about at the end of the line. They're in the college rink tonight to take on the Coyotes. <laughs> Coyotes minus 130. Believe it or not, the Yotes 12-9-2 so far this year and how about a five and a half on the board yep. for this game yeah kind of crazy right uh now we're, we're getting yeah. less less and less but hey listen they have been really good in that uh in that little ice rink they have there so uh yeah. i think if it ain't broke don't fix it wouldn't shock me if they uh if they win this game here against the caps and the Blues are on the strip tonight. They're at the T-Mobile against the Vegas Golden Knights. The heavy lumber game of the night, minus two bills for Vegas. This total now a flat six at minus 120 to the over. Um, I don't know, Joe. Mm. The Blues kind of suck, but I want to go back to, the, to yeah. the Knights maybe here at home and lay the puck and a half at plus 120. Yeah, but it work, right? They handled it, uh, was it last night? Uh, now yep. they're uh, back here. I, I kind of lean towards the under in it, though. I, I think that, okay. um, you know, maybe a little less scoring, but certainly a W when it's all said and done against St. Louis. So, 3 nothing Vegas, everybody's happy, Joe. 3 nothing Vegas, there we go. Uh, the baseball yep. winter meetings are underway as well. I see all the managers and general managers talking today. Maybe we get some big moves finally starting tomorrow over the next few days. Otani, Soto, etc. We'll let you know tomorrow if that happens. Joe, great job. I will see you on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.